Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Louis, Missouri, the Enterprise Center, the Oilers, and the Blues tonight just before we went to break. Oilers Now Trivia brought to you all season long by Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave, Fan Gear, Specialist for All Budgets. All correct answers enter to win a signed Dylan Holloway jersey. You can check out ProAmSports.ca. Visit them in the store, 127 127- Two eight one two seven two eight. St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. The question, so Jake Neighbors, a first-round pick from the Edmonton Oil Kings for the St. Louis Blues. Name the other two current NHLers that were first-round picks of uh, out of the Edmonton Oil Kings organization. Correct answer is Dylan Gunther with the Arizona Coyotes. He's played very well since being recalled. And uh, Caden Gooley of the Montreal Canadiens. And Randy had the correct answer. This is the second hour of Oilers now, and uh, you can always text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. And you can reach us uh, as well at 780-496-0063, the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Now, every Thursday for Century Casino Edmonton, Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers joins us. Every day is a game day at the Century Casino. Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino, 131st Ave in Fort Road. Hello, Ron. How you doing? I'm great, Bob, and I have a tidbit for the show tonight. Either the radio or the TV, whatever you decide, and it's this. Uh, we're all still basking in the amazement of the six assists by Connor the other night, and I'll go back to the All-Star and what he did there. It was unreal as well. But uh, Global News, you're traveling, so you mightn't have seen it, but Global ran a piece on Ozzie McIntyre of the St. Albert Sabres. Now, he plays with Fernando Pisani's son, Jackson. Ozzy hit 50 goals just the other day. He's got 50 goals and 41 assists playing for the Sabres. He's 14 years old. That's in 29 games. And honestly, he's a lefty version of, uh, not to put too much uh, pressure on Ozzy, but he's kind of a lefty version of Connor Bedard. He's got the uh, incredible 3-9 and nine skating. He's got the quick release. Uh, his dad, Brody's kind of a driving force of minor hockey in St. Albert, along with Fernando. So if you get a chance, just check out Global News' report on Ozzy McIntyre. Uh, he is uh, probably a decade away from being uh, Connor McDavid, but he looks good. All right. Well, I think uh, if I'm not now, is he Bantam draft eligible this year? I think he... He's a Western Hockey League, uh, yes, uh, eligible this year. So he, this will be... This is his big year, uh, and he's on fire. And he now, plays Brody... There's a, I'm, I'm not. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's the same. Brody McIntyre is a prominent real estate agent. In That's Edmonton. right, Remax that, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah. So you can, and obviously through Fernando or maybe Rob Brown knows him or any of your uh, St. Albert connections. But uh, I saw, you know, the highlights they showed uh, just 
really impressive. Ozzie Mac. I want to see Jackson as well. Uh, Fernando's son looks like he's a player, so they've got so Jackson, many. Jackson, I think players. Jackson's a defenseman. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I just know he's, he's on that D-man. team. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Uh, one of the reasons that those guys have stars in their eyes is four years ago, Colton Pareko brought the Stanley Cup into their dressing room. So they were they were playing, I think, a brick event at the time. Yes, they were. Uh, yeah, and, Jerry, and Pareko, Jerry set it up. Jerry Johansson yeah, set the, so, yeah. so there's, you know, uh, just a nice story for your show about Pareko's influence well, on Edmonton Minor, in this case, in Albert Minor Hockey. So when I grew up, uh, and I, I played for both the Strathcona Warriors and the South Side. St. Albert had the best teams, and they had Todd Ewan, God rest his soul. Yes, and so I, love I, will, them. Yeah. I, I He was he was of the sixty six borns uh, in the Edmonton area. In my opinion, he and Emmanuel Viveros were uh, the two best players. Of course, Viveros had a cup of coffee in the NHL. Ewan's, uh, who's no longer with us, uh, he. Very early in his career, and I actually had this conversation with Jake today, he knocked Bob Probert out blank and cold in a fight. And uh, he fought and didn't start fighting until they went to the W. He played on the line with Craig Berube. Um, and, you know, you talk to people around him, and they tell you it was the best thing that ever happened to him and the worst thing that ever happened to him. Because right. from that yeah. point on, there was that, like, but he's the only guy ever to flat-out drop Proby. And... Uh, but St. Albert, like, they had unbelievable teams. You know, like, Hoggett and Brown would follow, Rob Brown would follow those guys. They had great talent, Ron. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, and I'll tell you, Todd was one of the finest interviews ever for Hockey Night in Canada. Super thoughtful, as you know. He was an artisan. He painted um, just a gem of a human being. So neat to kind of think about him. Here's a, here's another thing that I've been thinking about just getting ready for tonight. Uh, so the big, you know, five goals in the third period the other night. I don't know how much you've been tracking this, Bob, but right now in the NHL, 18.3% of games have featured third period comebacks. That would be the new record. In 100 years, that would be the record now. They got close in 2015. 17.7% of games had third period comebacks, but this is the yeah. year, and Edmonton is definitely driving this, uh, and it's under Chris Knobloch. If you go back, when they went up to the New York area just before Christmas, on the right. 21st, New Jersey, they were trailing and entering the third. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Ernie, and McLeod scored. They won 6-3. Two nights later, MSG, they were trailing one nothing going into the third. Hyman, Kane, Fogel, and McLeod scored. They ended up winning 4-3. They kind of hung on on that one. Then New Year's Eve, after the Christmas break, they're playing the Flyers 2-2 in the last minute of the second. Hopkins sco- Nugent Hopkins scores. And then Leon and Ryan Nugent Hopkins again in the third. Ottawa, January 6th, entering the third. Hyman scored two in a 3-1 win. January 11th, Detroit down 2 nothing, entering the third. McDavid, Hyman, and then Nurse in overtime. January 13th, Montreal. They're down one nothing going into the third. Uh, Dreisaitl scores there. Bouchard wins it in OT. Toronto, Derek Ryan, Ryan McLeod, and Bouchard in the third. They win 4-2. Uh, Seattle, they were down after one, and they scored a uh, big comeback win that night. Just one in the third, but still. Calgary on the 20th, uh, tied 1-1 after 
40 minutes. Gagne and Hyman, they win 3-1. to one. Columbus, 1-1, one, one, entering the third. Kane, McDavid, and Holloway, they win 4-1. to one. Isn't this unbelievable? Uh, Chicago was a tight game. Hyman and McDavid in the third, they win 3 nothing. Nashville, McDavid and Hyman in the third, they win 4-1. to one. Down against the Ducks, 3-2, February the 9th. Yep. Hyman, Dreisaitl, and Kane, they win 5-3. And obviously what happened Tuesday night. So that is uh, 14 games of 14 of their wins in this stretch where they've won 18. Uh, almost all keyed with comebacks. And that's, you know, McDavid did that at the All-Star weekend. When they were down with like 32 seconds to go, 3-1 to one, to Team McKinnon, he set up Pasternak and he scored the uh, tying goal with six seconds left and then he won it in the shootout so there's something definitely going on there yeah well it was it was awesome incredible the other night and one of the jokes was you know dry settle hey it's nice that uh you know hey way to go kid welcome to the club type thing right with because dry settle had the six assist performance but you ever catch yourself run just like you've been doing this for a long time and, you know, we had the privilege of watching Wayne Gretzky in his prime. Uh, now, I was not full-time in the media prior to Wayne getting traded out of Edmonton, but certainly, I mean, I saw Wayne skate at Laurier Heights one time. Uh, came out and skated at the outdoor rink. I mean, it was, you know, I think we all knew how special he was, and maybe, but just in terms of what McDavid can do at times. Well, they're similar. You know, obviously, Connors, uh, I think Wayne would admit, is a faster skater. What was amazing at All-Star Weekend, so when I watched McKinnon during their cup run two years ago, I kept looking at him uh, it, both in practice, morning skates, uh, games. He just popped. He he, he yeah. showed more than Makar anybody. And you realized he had that extreme gear that allowed him to power up. And now Connor is the same way, of course. But what's amazing is that All-Star, they were kind of the line was Pasternak, Dreisaitl, and Connor. And he let them be F1 and F2. He more or less played D in the three-on-three that day. And what I'd never noticed before, because I've just seen him on TV most of the time, his backward skating was off the charts. He he was so fluid skating backwards and so powerful skating backwards. And that's just one more thing about his edge work that's uncanny. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we asked the trivia question. We talked about the Edmonton Oil Kings. And a lot of people thought back-to-back years, the Oil Kings in 22 in Seattle last year, those were loaded teams. Four first-round picks on both clubs, uh, and and it just it, it made me think of that St. John team winning the Memorial Cup, firing their coach after the playoffs were over, and importing Gardner McDougall, who right. out of the University of New Brunswick and the V Reds right now, I think have a thirty-game undefeated streak this season. They do. They they, they finished the year thirty and zero. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. So. I mean, that's, uh, he, he's been there, you know, uh, year after. I know Ian's got to take his crew into Saskatchewan, which is, you know, rarefied air for them to do a road game to start the playoffs. But that's how it all began, ironically, for Babcock. He, he was at home with Lethbridge uh, to the Calgary Dinosaurs, lost game one, and was nip and tuck to get through game two. They won it in overtime, and it kind greatest, of saved his career. Yeah, Greatest coaching, like I'm telling you right now, you win at Lethbridge in, in hockey. They don't even have a program anymore. Uh, Mike, Mann's, Mike Mann's the president of the school. I used to work for Mike when he was the dean at the University of Alberta. He's a great guy. They hosted the national championship in, in 19 and mothballed the program like less than a year later. Um, it's, it, that's like winning an NCAA football uh, championship at Savannah that's right. State. Like it's, and that's it's Dave Adolph, too, gets to a ton of credit because he, he built the program. Peter Anholtz, the guy that picked up the phone and said to Mike Babcock, who had just been fired out of the Western Hockey League, I think Billings, but don't quote me on that, might have been Spokane. Moose anyway, uh, 
Oh, it's Moose Jaw. Sorry, thank you. Right. Uh, no. So, so Babcock's done. He thinks he's going to go off to Strasbourg, Saskatchewan, and be an accountant. I think is what he thought he was <laughs> yes. going to do. And Peter Anhold picked up the phone and said, "You know what? Dave Adolph's built a pretty good team. He's moving over to Saskatchewan, but you should you should take that job in Lethbridge, Mike." And the rest is history. Well, and the Huskies—they hosted the national championship multiple times under Dave Adolph. He had good teams, but he could never get them over the hump. And, right. and uh, Babs goes in one year in Lethbridge and wins a national title. Uh, Alberta had won in 92. Ian Herbers and, and Stan were on that team. I did the play-by-play of the team that year. Uh, Acadia won in 93. Uh, Noah Gregor's father, Colin Gregor, was on that team. Of course, uh, brother of Jason Gregor, the Evans Sportscaster. 94 Lethbridge with a huge upset. And I'm thinking of just the, how unique, Ron, a, a guy coaching a youth sports team getting brought in to take over a major junior team for two weeks of training camp, and then they're host of the Memorial Cup, and the guy wins the tournament. It, that, that's a pretty heady accomplishment. Well, the, the question is, is, why isn't he in the NHL? You know, has he just decided he loves life in Atlantic Canada, and why would he leave? Uh, he's close to, you know, PEI's home, and he's obviously entrenched there. and Well compensated. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. But it's, and you know, stacked it's at, like Chris. Sta- you know, I, I would see... You know, we go through these phases, obviously, uh, where you, you get an influx of coaches coming out of the CIS, as they used to call it, U-Sport. Um, so he, he's definitely... Uh, I, I saw him when they brought the All-Stars in to play. The Canadian World Junior Team was holding camp in... Uh, Oakville, where I live. So yeah. I had already seen him in the uh, earlier part of the year. We did Rogers Hometown Hockey, and he helped us out. And So I go down to see him after three periods of play just to say hello. Honest to God, Bob McDougal blew by me. He was angry about how they'd screwed up the play just before the buzzer, and he was dialed in what, like you what, couldn't what, believe. Which year was this? Which year was this? Probably three years ago. So they, they, they had the uh, U-Sport All-Stars play Team Canada to yeah. prep them for the World Juniors. And, and Gardner was the coach of the All-Stars. And they split. I think they won the second game. Uh, Team Canada won the, the opener. But he he was in charge of that. And it was just funny to see what should have been uh, a friendly. <laughs> it was no friendly to Gardner McDougal. He was ready. Uh, I'm here to tell you that UNB, Alberta, UBC uh, with Sven Bootenshawn right now, those teams would beat the World Junior team. They're older, they're more mature, and they play as a team. And I right. know the Bears... The Bears in 2013, Ian's first year at the U of A, they they played the World Junior Team in Calgary, and it was three nothing for the Bears. Craig Button was texting me, he goes, Bob, this is embarrassing. They need to call off the dogs here, and that is in fact what was communicated to Ian was a hey, backup. You know, like <laughs> we're trying to get an evaluation on our player. It was ugly. Uh, so, you know, hey, the other thing, Bob, is these Canada teams. You know, obviously you just mentioned uh, earlier in the show, Chris Tanev. Would there be interested in Edmonton? Yeah. You you know the 2016 Team Canada at the World. Championships. Corey Perry, Connor McDavid, Cody Ceci, Calvin Pickard were all on that team, and O'Reilly. So the guy that's, you know, done a good job of keeping Connor off the score sheet, more or less. Yeah, in Missouri. So that that's that team had Brad Marchant, had Mark Stone. Those teams, you'll go back to 2015, and Sidney Crosby was on the team with O'Reilly and McKinnon and Giroux and Couturier uh, and Shen. Braden Shen was uh, on that team, now captain of the Blues. So Hall it's amazing Everly. how those collections, you know, the, the roots of those moments, you, you can find them everywhere. Yeah, Todd McClellan was coaching that team. Ted that's right. Jordan Everly were on that team. Ron, uh, so unique for Gardner to pull that off. But there's one guy that's got something. He's no longer with us. Uh, but Claire Drake in 1967-68, he won the Vanier Cup, the uh, Canadian Football Championship in the fall, and he won the University Cup, the Canadian Hockey Championship in the winter. And I defy anybody to pull that off anymore. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, and that's uh, this is Flag Day. Uh, again, you're down in the U.S., so you might not know. This is February the 15th, the day that the Canadian flag was given the green light. Uh, the new Canadian flag with the maple leaf that we went away from the ensign. So that's actually a really nice uh, idea for the weekend, Bob, to bring up Claire Drake. Because, yeah, none better. You know, he influenced, uh, obviously, uh, I always say there's sort of two rivers of hockey wisdom. One is uh, the NHL, and the other is Claire Drake and the whole university uh, river of wisdom. Well, Hitch, we were in Hitch, and he talked about him being the John Wooden of uh, Canadian hockey, and, and I think a Hitch every time we come here, because this has been historically a very tough matchup for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Ron, uh, it was well, interesting. I used to referee Hitch. You know, he, he would come in uh, from Sherwood Park and take on Dave Manning, uh, and Dave Manning's protege now runs Black Falls in what will be the BCHL. I'm not getting into that, and I don't even know if I understand what's happening there. But, Me neither. Uh, Me neither. Yeah, so there's a lot going on, even with the NCAA. Last thing for you, Drew Bannister, another little tidbit yeah. for you. He was coaching uh, Team Canada at the Canada game. No, sorry, Team Ontario at the Canada Games in Prince George, B.C. in 2015. And at the last minute, they had an injury situation, so they brought in Nick Suzuki as a replacement. And who scores the game-winning goal? Uh, Ryan McLeod was on that and should have had the game-winning goal, but uh, the other team scored late, so Suzuki stood up as the game-winning goal. But from that moment on, Drew Bannister, who went back to Owen Sound, where he had Cody Ceci, uh, he said, we got to get Nick Suzuki into Owen Sound, the kid's money. And so that was kind of the beginning of Nick Suzuki's career. Uh, the Oilers traded Jeff Norton for yes. Drew Bannister. Do you know that? Do you know that? Yeah, story and, Cl- and uh, Glenn Sather, you know what he did, right? Uh, put an accountant in front of the media in Edmonton. <laughs> he, he didn't bring Drew back. And Drew's a funny guy, so he could have pulled it off either way. But yeah, Glenn, Glenn wanted to play with the media. I don't know if he was mad at Terry Jones or who he was mad at that day, but he brought out one of the uh, Edmonton Oilers accountants and said, here's our new uh, guy from Tampa, Drew Bannister. And it wasn't even Drew Bannister. It was an accountant. That's, oh, that is that's a funny, funny story. Crazy story, yes. Yeah. Final one for you. Quick thought of the five-game suspension to uh, Morgan Riley. What it, you know what it said to me, Bob, is God love us when we get into the Stanley Cup this year. Because if all goes according to Hoyle and we end up with the five Canadian teams, you know, I, I just don't even want to think about uh, what it's going to be like when we make a comment against the Canucks or the Oilers or you name it. Uh, oh, you're going to hear it, Ron. <laughs> yeah, is it going to be? Uh, you can just see like social media is getting uh, its legs even more. And uh, for me, I, I, you know, I didn't think it was five six. I, I really didn't. Uh, it felt like kind of a glancing uh, cross check. It looks vicious when you see, but but that's like the Truba one earlier in the year where he poleaxed a guy. Uh, it looked really bad in slow mo or on the socials, but I don't think it was as bad as uh, five six games. But but I, I will say, you know, if you're George Peros. You got to be worried that guys resort to their stick, you know, like uh, Ryan Hartman did and David yeah. Perron did. If if, if guys aren't going to drop the gloves, and that would really bug George, uh, then I think he's going to say, "Well, look, you're not going to have your retribution with your stick." So that's that's why I guess Riley got it. But I thought I'd have been happy with three or four for sure. Ron, great, yeah, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. We went all over the map, and that's the beauty of our conversations. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. Cheers, Bob. See you tonight on the. Tube and the radio. Yeah, bye-bye. There we go. That's Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino, 131st Avenue and Fort Road. With close to 35 years, Brent Ridge Ford has many long-term loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can up to $16,000 off in a new F-150. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership, get award-winning service. Call our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for 
Fritz, Johnny, Uncle Milt in sales, or Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated 50-plus years. You can get their new two-condine special for only $37.95 until February the 29th. Visit royalpizza.ca. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Uh, we're going to go to Listy and Oilers history for New West Travel. Again, our four-day roadie coming up to Dallas in April to see the Oilers and the Stars. Check it out, newwesttravel.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan Escott. Uh, 1980, Wayne Gretzky dishing out seven assists in an 8-2 Oilers win over the Capitals, uh, setting Brian Trottier's NHL rookie scoring record uh, of 95 points. I guess he passed it that night. Finished with 86 uh, assists and uh, 137 points that year. Although, of course, the league does not recognize that season as a rookie season because he played in the WHA. But Peter Stashney, who was 28, got to be rookie of the year. Figure that one out. Brendan's going to host Oilers now tomorrow for you. Daily faceoffs, Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Reminding you, racing returns May 4th at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, go to thehorses.com. Throwback Friday tomorrow for Conlon Motorsports. Al May will be on the show. And from the cult of hockey, David Staples. Uh, Reed Wilkins has the City Ford Faceoff show beginning in about 10 minutes' time. I will er, er, join Reed at 5 Five Edmonton time. Uh, Brendan Escott, thank you very much for all your help today. Derek Scott as well. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn. Again, read up next with the City Ford Faceoff Show, and I'll rejoin you at 5.05.